Welcome back to Epilogues, an unpacking of the weekly Avtara. You are listening to Rabbi Yaakov Trump. This week we're going to be focusing on the Avtara of Parshas Kisavoy. This is the topic of the hidden light. Our Avtara comes from Yeshayahu Perek Samach, the sixth chapter in Yeshayahu, all 22 psukim of it. It is the sixth Avtara of Nachama, of, of redemption, of um, of the consolation. This Haftorah is incredibly beautiful. It really focuses on a time when Hashem's light will be in the world, and that seems to be the basic theme of this Haftorah, is the expressing of Hashem's light. It continues in the vein of what we've been hearing up to now, the sixth of the series of the seven Haftorahs of consolation, and it really has a lot of very beautiful ideas about the times of what seem to be of the Mashiach. Let's go through it step by step. We hear in the first seven psukim um, of this idea that the light, Kumi Ori, arise light, your light is that upon you the light will shine. The you in this again is ambiguous, whether it's Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, whether it is Israel as a whole, or the nation of Israel. The Birzameh, the idea is, is that up till now, the Choshech, the darkness, the Arafel, has covered everything else and the rest of the world, and now it will only cover the rest of the world, the Gentile world outside of Judaism, when the light will shine over shine upon Israel and her people. And at that point, and the nations and kings will come to bask in your light because they will not have the same light that you will be gifted. And we hear many beautiful songs are, are come from the Saftorah, many words in the Saftorah are taken as, as to be songs, as we've seen many of the seven consolation of Torah. Look around, gaze around and see that all the nations have come to you. Your children have come from far your daughters will be towards will come towards you and you will no longer need to fear you will no longer need to be persecuted as a nation when is this happening before we go a little further in the haftarah when is it that this vision this beautiful vision is actually occurring the dat mikra um, commentary on Nach points out that many of the ideas of the redemption of the Saftara have already been said in previous chapters with different metaphors. What is unique in this context is that the nations will walk in darkness while Israel walks in light. It's about contrast. It's not just about Israel doing well, it is also relatively well. Meaning to say, in, con- in comparison with the rest of the nations of earth, Israel will be doing exceptional. And that makes sense because the description in Aftorah is also your nation is fully of righteous people, people who deserve this. And the, this is the, pre, the, the, the preamble in the previous parak, the previous chapter in Navi describes that the Redeemer is going to come to Zion and the, the, those who are in Yaakov, in Jacob, will do repentance. Does that could mean to say that our Aftorah is at the end of the stage of the rebuilding of the Mikdash after the full Shiva process has been enacted. What does it mean that all the nations will follow in your light? The Avas Yonasan, that's Rav Yonasan Abishitz, explains in his commentary on the Haftarah, a very beautiful thing, that in a similar way to when Shlomo Melech was this great scion, he was this, seen as this, um, this light, uh, lighthouse of wisdom, when people would come from all over the known world to bask in his glory because of his renown, not only in the realm of Torah, which is our language and our um, path of light, but it would express itself in all wisdoms in life, in all walks of life, and people would would appreciate his parables, his wisdom, his uh, application of that inner wisdom to the outer world around him. That will be what Israel will be like, like Shlomo to 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 the world at that time. 
We are in the next section from the Pasuk Ches onto Yud Ches, the continual, the, the, how this expresses itself in the relationship between Israel and the rest of the world. And, and no longer will it be that Israel is the oppressed, the persecuted. It's going to be a time when your gates will be opened and you'll be able to conquer those who oppress you as well. Um, those the nations who do not serve you, Yovedu, will be destroyed. Vagoim Chorov Yecherovu. Those nations will be destroyed. Valchu Elayich Shechoyach Benemin Ma'anayich Vishtachavu Al Kapos Raglayich Kol Menatzayich. Those who used to curse you who are now prostrating themselves to you. Vakoruloch Ir Hashem Zion Kadosh Yisrael. I'll call you. This is going to be the God, the city of God, Zion. The holiness of Israel, and before before you used to be abandoned, hated, nobody coming to you. Now you'll be Masois Dor Vador. You'll be the place of rejoicing from generation to generation. Really a beautiful description. And then in Psukim Yudtes and Chof, we hear about the idea of the return, the, the, the return of the light metaphor comes back. You no longer will need the sun to light up your days. You don't need the reflected glory of the moon. You, Hashem will be your light. That's so fascinating. What does that mean? It sounds like our light source will not be the luminaries in the sky. This takes us back to the creation epic when we just when Akash Baruch Hu describes in Bereshis Perak Aleph that there will be light on the first day. Notice that that light predates the creation of the sun and the moon, which is on day four of creation before the luminaries in the sky. Which means that the source of light of that light at the times of Bereshis will be not as as a function of an expression of the light. Of the, of the stars and the sun or the moon. Here we see a similar description. The Bnei Yisachar explains that that's exactly what's happening. Hashem created this spiritual light which was not dependent on a particular body, celestial body, to express energy. And that light was actually hidden in the future for those who are righteous. It is now returning. That's what Hashem is talking about. Hashem is saying that that light on day one of creation before day four with the sun and the moon is going to be returning because of those who merit it. And that's what's being described here. In the Likute Sichos, the Rebbe says that the, like the sun wakes up a person in the morning, the circadian rhythm, the person is based on, a person's sleep cycles is based on also the light of the sun in, in certainly in a more natural context. Similarly, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is waking us up. Hashem is the light, so to speak, waking us up out of our slumber of exile. We've been spiritually asleep. We've disintegrated as a national entity. And Hashem is waking us up. And finally, the last two psukim coming to an apex over here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says two very, very beautiful ideas. That your nation are all righteous. They will all inherit the land. We know that the Mishnah in the beginning of Parakhelek, the last chapter of Meseches Sanhedrin, tells us that based on this pasuk, that all Jews start off with a basic um, we'll call it right or basic opportunity of being part of Olam Haba, of the world to come. Eretz is a metaphor, the, world, the land is a metaphor for the world to come, unless they lose basics of their faith. And the mission lists three things that a person could believe, or perhaps their lack of belief in, could warrant them being rejected from the world, uh, from the world to come. But the basic assumption is they are in. That's what's being described over here. And finally, Akash Baruch Hu says at the end of that Torah, that in the end, it's going to be that even the smallest will be great, 
Even the weakest will be a strong nation. Ani Hashem, I am God, Bi'itah, in its time, Achishana, I will rush it along. Which really itself is a contradictory statement, a contradictory phrase, because Hashem says, Bi'itah, at its time, I will hasten the redemption. If you hasten something, it is before its prescribed time. If you ha- um, um, if it is at its time, it's not rushed. So how could it be both? The Gemara in Sanhedrin actually unpacks this to tell us later on that this depends on us. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a prescribed time, a time when the redemption will come by if we do not merit it. And that is, Hashem said, He will not abandon us if we do not merit it. There's going to be an end point to our exile. But if we merit it, Achishana, Hashem will speed it up. Hashem will make it come earlier than the sell-by date, than the end point when it could be. And it depends on us. It depends on whether we are worthy or choosing to be worthy of that redemption. In fact, the Gemara goes on to describe that there are different modalities. But many of them, Farshim, explain that many of the contradictions as to how miraculous the end of time, the redemption at the end of time when the Mashiach will come, will be, will depend really on the um, the, the type of redemption. If it's Be'ita, if it's at its right time, which means at the end, because we do not merit it, it'll be more natural. If it's Be'achishena, if it'll be brought early, it'll be more miraculous. So it really depends on us. So Hashem says, know that I will always care for you, I'll always be there for you. But if you choose to invite me in earlier, I'll be for the, you for the, if, with you earlier. And that's the point of our Haftarah, is when will the light shine? Hopefully we will have the merit of bringing it earlier than the predestined time. Have a wonderful, meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbat.